All right, here goes. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Extra Slice of the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton, the Plague Doctor, I guess. Laplatt. <laughs> Joining me as always, we got uh, the Akatsuki do rag, Madrid Devon. What's good, y'all? Check out Three Piece Set Podcast. It's available everywhere there's podcasts. Everywhere you can find us. Uh, and joining us once again, we have Chris Montalbano, the mayor of Stardew Valley. What's up, everybody? I've been thinking about workshopping the nicknames, but I was like, yours hasn't fully come to fruition yet. It was going to be something Final Fantasy fourteen, but I was like, let me just stick with what I know on that one. That's fair. All right. It's been like a weird news week. Like, big stuff has happened, but the only things that have happened in our sphere mm-hmm. have been, like, DLC for <coughs> other games. So, like, first it was Pokemon, then it's Smash. Now we got Dragon Ball Fighters announcing a Season 3 of content. I would just like to say that this year in DLC is going to ruin me before we even get into the major releases of the year. So that's already a problem. Yeah, I mean... It's been... It's like, I knew it was that thing that was looming over us, like hanging over our heads, but not really presenting itself. <clears throat> because it was being overshadowed by the giants. But now that some of those boys have gotten pushed back, it's right. like DLC oh, is a problem. And this Dragon Ball Fighters DLC has me looking at the game sexually. I want to go back to it, you know? I'm like, shit. Like... The new mechanics that they're thinking about, that they're introducing, like, they're changing up the UI, they're adding Z-assist options, like, Marvel 2-like, come on, come on, That's Marvel it. 2 is back in, yeah. at EVO, and Dragon Ball Fighters is letting you pick your character's assist? That's gonna change the game entirely. That's dope. Because the game was in a weird place where, like, you were picking people just for their assist, and not really to use them, like, you're running your personal point. And then you say, all right, I got to have the Bardock assist. I, I got to have base Goku, well, not base Goku, Super Saiyan Goku for his for his beam assist. I'm, I'm, I'm running, you know? So it, it became this weird metagame where, like, only three to five characters are really super viable. Or people are picking characters like G2 Goku, like, based off of his hitbox. So mm-hmm. this is going to give the, uh, the game a chance to open up because you could, if you're picking a character for their assist... You can switch up that assist for any character, so you can ideally run any team. It's like, this is really good if this is going to be the last batch of characters for this season. That would be a good good way to finally balance the game. Yeah. Yeah. And guess who they announced? Another Goku. (laughs) Ultra Instinct. But we already knew that was coming. Chris is watching the trailer. He's like, another Goku. It's Ultra Instinct, though. It was bound to happen. I mean, he does kind of look dope. I like him with that silver hair. He's probably one of the coolest Gokus. Yeah, he's definitely one of the coolest He's one of the last Gokus, Gokus, right? Yeah, this is is the most recent Goku, and Goku can't even fully use this ability. Okay, after he used it that one time, that was... Like, he showed a glimpse of it in in, uh, this uh, Broly movie, but he didn't really pull it out. (laughs) 
So how many more forms of Goku can we potentially have in this game? Uh, maybe a true GT Goku. Well, like Super Saiyan 4 Goku, but I think that would be about it. Super Saiyan 4 Goku was kind of cool. <clears throat> I mean, GT was bad. But... Yeah, GT was bad. Super Saiyan 4 Goku was kind of cool. Okay. Whatever. So, well, I mean, but if, what they did is that announce, the one that what's up? What they did announce? Oh, what they did announce was uh, Kefla, which is the fusion, the poetry fusion of Kale and Caulifla, Kale and cauliflower, basically. So this is dope because she was the strongest female. Well, she was the strongest Saiyan warrior in general. Uh, I can't remember which. And then the other one is their legendary Super Saiyan, so she's like, she's their Broly. And they fused in the tournament and was just like wrecking shit. And that's when we got that iconic scene of Goku fucking slide dashing up her beam with the Kamehameha. Yeah. Dog, that shit was nuts. And you know that's going to be a dramatic finisher. You know that's going to be a dramatic finisher. I'm excited for that. And she's the first character up. She's literally coming out on the 28th. So it's like yeah, so she's this month like I'm like bro that's yeah, that's fucking that soon. soon. I didn't expect that. I didn't think they were gonna do a season three. All. I thought Our um moves are sick. I thought Grand Blue was gonna come out and that was just gonna be like all right <laughs> all right fighters. We had a nice run. <laughs> I'll <laughs> well, see I mean, you, you know, later. Fighters are still gonna be at Evo, so they have to oh, yeah. have really like I mean, they I, have to I at figured least a have patch update, but I didn't think then. we were about to get like five more characters. Mm-mm. So there's still three characters we don't know about, so... Yeah. Alright, so the second news story I got here is... I We kind of talked about it during the episode, but we didn't really get to get into speculating and theories on this. But Platinum put up a website for the Platinum 4. And so you can go to 4.platinumgames.com and... If you scroll down, you'll see that the first thing that they did was the Wonderful 101 remaster. Mm-hmm. And that's coming to uh, PS4 yeah. and Switch. Yeah, like, so that's dope. And then, like, the 4 at the top of the page glitches out every once in a while. So I'm seriously hoping one of these is a near Automata You're getting related. big near vibes with that shit. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Right, and like, then, with the font, with, like, mm-hmm. the logo... And if you go to the if you go to their site, you will see there's like Babylon Falls, uh, like trailer. Uh, there's Bayonetta Vanquish 10th anniversary bundle shit like that. And it's like, hmm, what else is in this Platinum Four? Are we gonna count Babylon's Fall or is that just a gimme because we already know about it? You know. Well, like, what if they like give us a <clears throat> Babylon's Fall demo or something like that? All right. You son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that'd be tight. Because I really think they have to talk about Bayonetta 3. A Babylon's Fall demo would make sense because Mm -hmm. they did a demo for Nier and, like, that was super popular. Yeah. And they did a demo for Vanquish back in the day, so... Bro, what if they announced that they're working on Astral Chain 2? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility. I mean, what if they announced that oh, they just got not so, so much announced that they're working on it, but announced that it's like, yep, we're going forward with it. Like, we're gonna fuck with a new one. You're gonna get another one. 
Hey, they're kind of tight. I gotta still beat that game, actually. Please, man, it's so much fun. Yeah, I gotta play it, like, more than I've played it. I've played it, like, three times total now, but I haven't put enough time into that game. Oh, yeah, you're borrowing my copy right now, right? Yeah. (laughs) If you need it, just let me know, because I have it on me at all times. I might soon, because I'm about to be level Captain 14. I'm not saying it's near level, but I'm saying it's near. (laughs) Do with that what you will. So, Chris, you got any predictions on what this is going to be? No, I don't see them launching another IP this soon. So, I would honestly think it would be because Nier was so successful. It had to be a another sequel. Well, have you heard, like, there are rumors that Yoko Taro is actually off working on Final Fantasy sixteen? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean, because they did he... just work together with uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Right. So that makes sense. This band of art on their website is super dope Chef for the tenth anniversary. Yeah. But hold on. Is he really working on something? Final Fantasy sixteen. That could change. It was like a game. rumor. Let me see. Man, I would be super excited okay, about that. Okay, so Yoko Taro Final Fantasy 16. Like, there's a story on The Verge. Let's see. See, I need quotes <clears throat> from Yoko Taro. Yoko Taro would just be up there shooting the <sighs> shit, man. Alright, so, let me see. Next news story, since we're on our gameplay kick with Platinum. uh, The Persona 5 Scramble demo came out on the Japanese PSN and Japanese Nintendo eShop over the last week. And... Madrid, what did you think as the one... Like, it got me back playing Persona 5. So, as the person who's beat Persona 5... And it's on their new game plus working on their platform. Yes, sir. <clears throat> what do you think? Um To be honest about the about demo. the I haven't finished the demo. I I don't know why. I think I wanted to play it in full screen as opposed to handheld. But playing it in handheld is really amazing because you finally get to have that Persona 5 handheld edition like feel to it. Because playing this game, you're like, no, this isn't a spin-off. This is this is the sequel. This sequel. is the sequel. We're just giving you that good combat. That good Dynasty Warriors style combat. Nice. I mean it's and so <laughs> I played it's really not that long. It's, like, it's not I'm that pretty long. Sure I think that's the I think up. that's the problem. I don't want it to be over. So I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna savor it. <laughs> just play it over and over again. No, yeah, that's, that's that's the next also, step. The initial playthrough is just going to be long, but it's cool because um, it's pretty much just like Persona Five. Like you get to walk around Shinjuku, you get to walk around yep. Akihabara, you get to you get to walk around like you get to experience Japan. But then also, 
instead of going to palaces, which I'm sure you probably are going to go to palaces. <laughs> you're just, you're duking yeah, it out I in mean, the streets. There's no reason for it not to because yeah. there's honestly no reason because all they'd have to do is just write a story around that. And it seems like the way they're handling everything. I mean, if they're fully animated cutscenes and stuff, you're a hundred percent going to be in palaces. Yeah. They've even showed some of the, I guess the palace leaders like the uh, like that pop star. Yeah. But this is just it's it's really they it, they found a way to kind of interrogate the battle system. Like when you summon your persona, time kind of freezes and you can see opponents' weaknesses like in the game. It's like okay, he's weak to curse damage. Let me use Iha. You know, okay, they're weak to physical. Let me use my cleave. And it has, like, kind of the same status effects. Like, you lose health for using physicals. You lose SP for using your spells. Just like a Persona game, it's just it's live-action combat against waves and waves of I mean, enemies. And then, you know, Joker has this grappling hook, so you can dash from, uh, like, light, like, street pole to street pole. Kind of similar to Final Fantasy 15 with Noctis, so that's it. Seems like it's implemented better here, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I felt like it was kind of like that Kingdom Hearts three thing because you'd use like the spin attacks on the poles and stuff. Oh yeah, with the flow, like, the flow motion, or whatever shit from Dream Drop Distance. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remind me. but yeah that's what that felt like to me i mean i've played through it twice now i played through it once on my switch entirely handheld and then i played through it on my ps4 and when i tell you the difference like between switch and ps4 is like night and day it runs at 60 fps which you notice the second you get into gameplay versus the switch where it's at 30 fps and then there's uh the resolution's higher and then like the quality of the textures is higher so it's just like oh yeah because that shit that shit looks that shit looks kind of rough on the switch i'm not gonna lie like the outline like the character outlines yeah it looks really video gamey which like stands apart from how stylish the game is like everything you can see like the seams on the model, yeah. And stuff, but at but... the same time, it kind of adds its own flavor to it. You know, it gets that. It gets like a grittier, like an older aesthetic. You know, and especially <laughs> if you're playing it handheld, it'll feel more nostalgic than it should, because it's a new game. It's a sequel. So I'm gonna end up getting it on both consoles. The only question is when. When. <laughs> right, Atlas. Give us a date. It's coming out really soon in Japan, so... So, just a year after that. Yeah, (laughs) probably. Man. I mean, we're getting the Royal soon, so that'll hold him over. Yeah, especially if I can go battle the old Persona 3 and 4 protagonists. That's gonna be a good time. That's gonna Mm -hmm. be a fucking great time. You... They're like four dollar DLCs for those. Is it? I thought it was supposed to. That ain't a problem. That ain't a problem. That's true. 
No, I don't think it comes with it. Like, it's like a optional thing. Because I was looking around on the Japanese eShop when I was trying to... Not the eShop, the PSN. Mm-hmm. When I was trying to get the Persona 5 Scramble demo. And I was just looking at, like, the DLC. Because, first of all, the Japanese PSN is superior in every way. Because, A, it has way more games. B, it has, like themes and avatars and all this stuff like for pretty much yeah that you can just buy for just every game i'm just like yeah so it's super worth it like especially for stuff like persona like you could go on there right now and they have persona themes and avatars that we don't have here for regular persona 5 that's tough it's actually really hard to get a theme for a game that you really like unless you pre-ordered the game digitally like you gotta pre-order it digitally but I mean and so that I've been pre-ordering a lot more games digitally lately and so I have some pretty dope themes why am I scrolling down Kamiya's Instagram watch (laughs) he's gonna block me but uh next thing on the list going back to the Dragon Ball Dragon Ball abridged came to an abrupt end And I just added this because I wanted to know if anybody in 2020 was still watching uh, Dragon Ball Abridged. I I definitely wasn't. I mean, I I was more of a Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged fan than the Dragon Ball one, but I fell off really quick. Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged, both of of them are gems. And I've honestly fallen off on like watching a bridge series just in general, so I don't know if I can speak for the right. rest of that culture. <laughs> <laughs> I felt they were like they were great for the time when you were a kid and you could just mindlessly watch things on YouTube, but right now when I'm mindlessly watching stuff on YouTube, it's like more content like. I don't know. It's not as much like Dragon Ball level stuff, you know? Yeah. It's more like an anime review or a game review or a game preview or something like that. Or this new tech that's coming out for this PC. Right, yeah. Tech reviews. Stuff like that. Controller breakdowns. like (laughs) Stuff you could use in the real world. Right. Uh... But yeah, I mean, let me see how many years it's been a series. 2008? Jesus. So it's been like, a, Dragon Ball Z Abridged has been a 12-year series. I mean, they do have a lot of content, so that makes yeah. sense. Damn. That's just, yeah, that's... <laughs> that's ridiculous. I mean, good right. for them for continuing... For so long, I hope they made money off of it. Yeah, I mean, they had, it looks like they had a Patreon up, and so they have been communicating with their, like, community. And, yeah, they definitely have a lot of different stuff. Like, they have a lot of people on their Patreon who've been supporting them. Oh, yeah. So, but I guess they, they said they just, like... lost their passion for it so they're just no longer going to be making it and so hopefully like you know 
this has elevated them to a level that they could do go and do something else that they're more passionate about. And hopefully that'll find a following. Yeah, there you go. Right. Alright, so the last story. There, there are rumors and like actual confirmation of things being delayed because of the coronavirus. So... There are rumors that the PS5 and the Xbox Series X will be delayed, <clears throat> and there there's actual confirmation that uh, the coronavirus has delayed the Outer Worlds Switch release. Damn. Be- because of the manufacturing of physical uh, cartridges. So it's the cartridges that they can't. I think they're delaying it because they can't get the cartridges made. So they yeah. want to do a physical and digital release at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. so it's nothing to do with the systems. I heard a rumor that was messing up some of the systems too. Like the parts well, inside. Wait, the virus is messing up the parts? No, not the virus itself, but it's stopping the like release of different parts that go inside the Switch. So are there Switch shortages right now? Uh, this is all rumor that I thought I read one day on Twitter, so you know how incredible that is. Oh, Twitter rumors? Damn. <laughs> well, no, apparently this is like analysts are saying there's a shortage. Let me see. Uh... Apparently, Nintendo's warning of Switch shortages for holiday 2020, but... Yes, they're saying supply issues, and I mean, a lot of these components are being supplied from China, so... Yeah. I mean, that's... So... I just need my... I just need my, uh... Animal Crossing Joy-Cons, please don't let that stop. I mean, have you pre-ordered them from PlayAsia? No, I'm broke. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, once... Once they're out, you're pretty much out of luck on those. Are they already sold out? No, but, like, by the time they come out, which yeah. is soon... I've seen reviews of the Switch, like, the Animal Crossing Switch itself already, so... I mean, I feel like it'll be out before the end of the month. Because I know it doesn't come with Animal Crossing, so it's not coming out alongside the game. Nintendo wants you to buy the special edition Switch, and then wait, and then buy the game. Can you not just get the Joy-Cons itself? Yeah, you can't... Not any... They're only selling those in Japan, so that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's, uh... You gotta, like, order them on PlayAsia. Come on, give me cool stuff too over here. Let me see. Let me look up what they're going for. Man, they're doing this dirty. <clears throat> Joy Cons. No. Joy. Come I just on. need those Joy Cons available at my local, my local gamery. You know. <laughs> yeah. Let me just hop into a GameStop and get these real quick. I didn't. Oh, I didn't want to name any names. On play eight. 
I mean, there are fewer and fewer GameStops every day. That's true. Uh, I'm not even seeing these Joy-Cons up, dude. Like, I know people were pre-ordering them by themselves, but I'm not even seeing them on Play Asia, which is... You just gotta make a Japanese uh, Amazon account. Can you do that? Yeah. I heard somebody talking about it on a podcast. Okay. They're like, that's the easy what? way to uh, get the Joy-Cons. So you don't have to go through Play Asia. That's pretty much the gist. It's, I'm, I could be cutting out some steps, but that's basically the gist of it. All right. Well, before we spread any more information, I'll wrap up this episode so I can go make some food. Uh, remember, you can follow us all around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. On Twitter and Twitch, I am at Anton63Xs Madrid. I'm at Speedwagon X, but you can follow me on Twitch at Sunny Chiefa, and you can check out my podcast at 3 p Set Podcast. Alright, this has been a Kubasanti production coming at you live from each of our houses individually. Until next time, keep it cheesy.